it's a sad, sad day. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Brangelina again? <laughs> I know it's terrible, <clears throat> but don't let it get you down. Okay, wow, that's all it took. Such better. <laughs> what are you getting? Well, I'm getting a bounce. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lightness within it as well. Interesting. Yeah. Hold you know, on, honey, it's a very yeah. tricky color, and I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. Terry and uh, I worship an unconventional deity. The power of another dimension. Now, you're not going to read about this dimension in a book or in a magazine or... Uh, in a newspaper, uh, because it doesn't exist anywhere, except in my own mind. Happy birthday. Hi. <laughs> Hi. This is the David Allen Show, episode hey. number 36. Is it really? That's nine months. <clears throat> well, give it, you know, uh, maybe it would be more than nine. No, be that. I don't know. Yes. Been a while. Been a while. <laughs> 36 <clears throat> episodes. It's kind of weird. Crazy to think we made it this far. Yeah. And yet, still no president. And. <gasps> oh, yeah. The sea levels have not risen. Yeah, true. So, what do we do? I mean, 36 episodes and we're not dead yet. Maybe the win. we're that which keeps the keeps sea levels the world afloat maybe it's us i'm in <clears throat> maybe it's just the power <clears throat> of a positive mind dimension <clears throat> dementia dimension oh a powerful dimension yeah yeah, yeah. it's color yeah wink wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is nature's color. color wink <laughs> <clears throat> Well, yeah. well, 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 today is insanity, as usual. Uh-huh. I, uh... I, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, tell me about it. Mm hmm Okay. <clears throat> go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. This is your oh. chance. This oh. is your shot. Oh, I forgot. Tell me about it. I didn't forget, but I forgot. Um, sorry, I got to get into the interweb here real quick. Hey, um, who am I? I'm... <laughs> Um, Donald Trump at who's the debate. <laughs> Sorry. So who's that guy that snorted snort blow a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Donald. Oh, the the Donald. The D, the big D, I Donald. I don't know. He's not a, I don't know. Bloomberg says, this is Bloomberg, they know best. Okay. Trump has no doubts about winning the White House. None. We are going to win, the Republican presidential nominee told Bloomberg's Mark Halpern on Wednesday. That'd be today. Oh, yeah, today we're a day early this week, just for anyone that cares. <laughs> There's a lot. For those of you that don't, thanks. See you later. <clears throat> At the ribbon-cutting ceremony of his new luxury Washington hotel, Donald Trump characteristically showed no sign of self-doubt in the face of polls showing Hillary Clinton with a comfortable lead in the presidential race less than two weeks before the election. 
Mm. Now, Newt Gingrich, I want to I want to find this clip because oh yes, it was interesting. <laughs> uh, he was on the Fox News, which has with Megan to some been the paragon of all that of conservatism, republicanism. Oh, <laughs> I don't like conservatism. Republican. They're more rhino than anything. I think I would agree with that. Yes, I gotta go find uh, find me links that I have saved. Um, I'm working on a shoestring budget here, people. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. Well, not so much budget, just computer computers. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, we're working on the flat screen devices here, which is always best. Always. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, did you go out and vote? Uh, not yet. Why? Everyone's doing it. Yeah. Vote often. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't yet. That's who? Me. Oh, who are you voting for president? Um, I'm voting for um a a, a president. Yeah. Does that count? Yeah, uh, male or female? Oh, that's not the answer you wanted? <clears throat> no. Oh. Well, just male or female. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to stay out there and not tell him. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the edge. I'm a hey, donkey Alan, on the get edge. get off the limb. David, I'm on the edge. I'm a donkey on the edge. All right, we'll... we'll uh, Newt Gingrich, the former... Speaker of the House. So so you're not going to let me know what the answer? Had an all-out brawl on That's, Tuesday. No. An all-out brawl is what they say in the <clears> news <throat> world. In, he in punched the, Megyn Kelly? Well, clearly through the, the television. He wasn't in the same room. Oh. So then it's not technically uh, a brawl? <laughs> Megyn was obsessed with talking about Trump and the sexual allegations against him during the segment. And she would not stop punching out her sound bites about Trump being a sexual predator. And that has no chance to win the election. Newt. So she thinks that he doesn't have any chance to win the election. Who? Is that what you just said? Megyn Kelly? Um, uh, Clearly not. And great to see you, Mr. Speaker. Oh, Thanks hey. for being Sorry here. So, it's good to be back. I mean, with, oh, with good to be back. Cook and many other nonpartisan independent pollsters now <laughs> saying that the Senate is likely lost to the Republicans. Tell what me what you want to throw say? up. I mean, if Donald Trump loses this White House race and the Republicans lose the Senate, does that suggest that the Republicans nominated the wrong candidate at the top of their Look, ticket? Wait a second. The next two weeks. Did she say what? that? <clears throat> are a contest of two parallel hello, universes. Hello. Hey. Did she say that the Republicans are going to lose the Senate? But that's what people are saying, I guess. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I find that hard to believe, but, but continue. But if, if we think about it, if we go uh, kind of follow the, the thought process of the uh, No Agenda show, they have the polls uh-huh. are only there to drive ad buys by, oh. the, by the politicians. Yeah. And so it's a fabrication of the media to get them to buy more ads. See, I um, I don't agree with that. Okay, come on. And I'll tell you why. Do tell. I think that the media is as much in the pocket as anybody in terms of, you know, uh, large corporations. <clears throat> they all yeah. go to the same Pfizer. events. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, all the all the big media. I I don't see if there is an agenda trying to push things moving, uh, move them forward in a certain direction. I don't know why um, a pollster would cause any panic to any of the powers that be, because they would either have them in their pocket or they would understand what's going on. I mean, if you if <clears throat> If the pollsters are are putting out fake polls to try, to, or I'm sorry, the media is putting out fake polls to try to make a little money. Okay, I don't get it. Uh, a little money. Uh, regardless, I mean, say it's a billion dollars. <clears throat> say say it is. I'm not saying it is, but say it is. Um, in the scheme of things, that's not that much. All of these, all of these, um, you go across the country, it's the same sound bites, the same words coming out of everybody's mouth. There's a, it's a monolithic yeah, media. Right, but not, not, <clears throat> not the talking head, it's the advertisements. No, I understand, I understand the advertisements. You know, it, it's the kill Trump ads, it's the kill Hillary ads that need to run and everything else. NPR said, I, see, it, I said don't, in 2015. Mm-hmm. That the 2016 campaigns will spend, guess, uh, two and a half billion dollars, four point four <clears throat> billion dollars mm -hmm. on television ads. Mm -hmm. Television. Okay. So that's nearly five billion dollar B. B B. How how much is the defense budget every year? Uh, what, six six hundred billion or something mm -hmm. like that. <clears throat> okay, so you could buy. What could you buy for five, six, five billion dollars? You could buy. How many people do you think you get healthcare for in 2017 for that kind of money? Uh, About five. Yeah. <laughs> At the the uh, uh, cost uh, of pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> but <clears throat> again, I this is my this is my base assumption that the head of all the media corporations. Know one another. We talked about that on a, on one of the shows about the relationship with all these different media people. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so you have all these media people that are all interrelated. They're they're intertwined with politicians. They go to Bohemian Grove. Mm -hmm. They go to uh, Bilderbergers. Mm -hmm. They're members of the Council on Foreign Relations. <clears throat> I'm not saying that they're completely monolithic. But I don't think that Hillary would, if if a pollster came out saying that she was behind, I don't think anybody on her campaign would necessarily believe it and spend more money if they didn't think it was true. And if they hired a pollster, a personal pollster, and they found out that this pollster was, was lying to them to get more money, um, I don't think that they would ever work again or they would end up shot and buried in a shallow grave somewhere um because that's how she rolls <clears throat> do you see do you see my where i'm coming from well ki kind of but think of the i don't think that they could lie to i don't think they could deceive them because they implicate that this is my understanding well, but this assumes that the polls are actually authentic but if they're not authentic It'll come out. But it is coming out right now that they have doctored polls to make things. So okay. it's actually coming okay. out now. Okay, but if that's the case, they're trying to sway sway the public, mm -hmm. not make more money. 
I'm not saying that the polls are doctored, right, but, but I don't think that they're doctored in order to generate so that it panics a candidate so that they'll pay more To money. buy more ads? You yeah. don't think so? No. I don't think so. Because if, if a race is dead heat, <clears throat> now, if someone's blowing way ahead, they can coast. Yeah. And if, if you go back and look, Trump has been, oh, he's coming, he's, he's ahead. Oh, he's ahead today. Oh, then he said something stupid. Now he's behind. Hillary's ahead. And then, oh, holy cow, she stuff came out and she's going down and he's doing good. He's back up again. Well, all that does is it, it forces, potentially, well, oh, we're down a little bit. We got to do more. We got to buy more. And Trump has ups, upset the cart through this whole campaign. But that's the normal way of doing things is you scare them. <clears throat> With, no, with their losing, and then they buy more ads to not lose anymore, to try to get their name out there more so they can get better in the polls. Now, maybe there's some of these poll numbers that are right, perhaps, but I but it makes perfect sense to me. That they're that, doing it for money? Well, why not? Okay. All of like, the news okay, media are 24 for... 24-7 news. Okay, all I'm not talking as much like network stuff because that's across. That's weird. Now, I mean, I don't watch it much anymore. But you used to just get hammered with all of these ads. people want to push Hillary. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but they want to all... do it in their Bentleys and in their Rolls Royces and in their Upper East Hamptons. There's only a few that make that much money. the The majority don't make millions and millions of dollars. No, but the top, so, the faces do. Yeah, the faces do, but yeah. then you put anything in front of them, they'll read it. Well, so they're not the ones that are making the decisions. The ones that are making decisions are the ones that are going to the Bilderbergs and all the rest of it. Right, but it also <clears> feeds, <throat> and yeah, the, these talking heads can do what they're being told in their ear, but it feeds their boss. It feeds the the CEOs of these companies. But but I uh, I mean they're, again, they're already I, I, good, but what, it's control. Well. I can I can see I I agree that the polls could be rigged and they're doing it for whatever reason. I don't think that the main reason is money. It's to con- to manipulate the people. Yeah. That that's that's okay. where the disagreement okay. is. Okay. Okay. Not that they manipulate right. it. But I don't for the life of me I I don't know why um uh if CBS crafted a poll and it said that Hillary was behind five points and they did it so that she'd spend more money. I don't get that at all because you can't tell me that the head of CBS and a lot of their lackeys don't have uh, have an agenda to try to get Hillary in place. And when you see all these emails of all these um, reporters who are just sucking up to Hillary and mm-hmm. her, her mm-hmm. groups of people, I can't imagine because that would that would either... If you if you did say that, what it could do is it could uh, mobilize and energize the uh, the opposition and demoralize the Democrats. So and they don't want that. I mean, I think that they would pretty much across the board would want a landslide victory. Most media people. So I don't see why yeah it, but, why they would but, do it. But but go to strategy of of twenty four seven media. The strategy is. We need people watching all the time. And so that's why they have the tease, you know, at the top of the hour. And coming up, we have the three-legged grandma who uh, has two horses and one has, you know, a unicorn. But I... Coming up, don't miss it. Go to break. You know, coming up, coming up. And don't forget that coming up, we have 
the the man who actually has two mouths coming up on the show next. Uh huh. I mean, it it it's that idea that we have to have. We gotta have listeners and watchers always. Now, n- nightly news, you know the way it used to be before cable television and news came out, was was what was just five o'clock or whenever the night five thirty. Ted Koppel, right? Yeah. Is that him? <clears throat> who, who was the who was the Ted first Koppel, main like Walter Cronkite? Walter Cronkite. There you go. Yeah, Mike Wallace. You know some of these these big names. Uh, they had a a window that everyone. <clears throat> Is home from work because the slaves have learned that they go to the factory till five and they get to come home and at six five thirty they have dinner because their nice little wife made dinner and it's sitting on the table. It's Mad Men era, and then they they leave their mistress at work and they come home to their wife and kids for a couple hours. They sit down, shut up, kids. Let's watch Ted or Walter news, or Walter. Yeah, or before him <laughs> was I can't remember his name. Walt Disney. I don't know. Walt something. I don't know. Yeah. So they, they've they've got that. Yep. Now, how do you suck people in? You can't, I mean, a blowout landslide election, like, sells news-wise for, what, two or three days? If it is this tight, a Bush-Gore situation, oh, that's weeks and weeks and weeks of attention that people are going to give. So a tight race absolutely means more revenue, and it means more ratings. And really, it's it's a ratings game. So you're not. So what you're saying is that the pollsters are making it look like it's tighter than it actually is to make more money. Yeah, I think so. Well, and 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 I think the money could just be an ancillary thing that happens, but maybe it's a or residual, just is part of the game. Maybe it's just that these people want they they need viewers more often, like longer. You need to watch. So you need to go to Megyn Kelly and see who she's got on because tomorrow night. Don't forget, we have the exclusive. With Reverend Jeremiah Wright, because we all remember him, or may or maybe uh, he's, ben he's ben going Laden. on with Megan Kelly. <laughs> ben Laden is, I think, <laughs> at eight oh five. He'll be there. Oh, oh wait, he's dead. No, he's not. He's, he's still, yeah, he's dead. He's still treading no. water when they threw him out of the helicopter he, over the ocean. Yeah, they they flew a helicopter on hundreds and hundreds of miles so that they could toss him into the ocean. You think that's true? No, I don't <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> there's no way in the world. Uh, I just listened to that report. First of all, I used to hang out with Charlie Cook when he would explain that Donald Trump was hopeless and would not get the nomination. I like Charlie. That doesn't mean he's infallible. Funny to me, my neighbor here on Main Street is named Charlie Cook. Oh, But let's let's take the, the report we just got. Republicans are actually outvoting Democrats in Florida. They're outvoting Democrats in Pennsylvania. That's unprecedented. They've cut the you Democratic lead. You predict a win lead. in Pennsylvania? I think they might. Really? Uh, they're you think Trump's going to win Pennsylvania? Look, all I can report to you right now is they're outvoting the Democrats in early voting, uh, which is also true in Florida, which is unprecedented. But all uh, of the polls in Pennsylvania Democrats have her early. winning. What? All of the oh, polls in Pennsylvania I, have her ahead. I know. I just told you we have two alternative universes right now. Uh, in Iowa, for example, the Democrats are 50,000 votes behind where they were with Barack Obama in turnout. Uh, the governor is very confident Holy we're going to carry cow. Iowa, which Obama carried last now, time. Now, the interesting thing is Megan's getting something shoved in her ear, oh. as and she's looking down, listening, and trying to listen to him, and then listen to what she says. Case after case like this. In Minnesota, we're almost certainly going to win the congressional seat up around Duluth, uh, which is a very Democratic area, but it deeply dislikes Hillary Clinton. Uh, and represent now. But let me just ask you. Compl- let me let me just ask you because uh, you say it's two alternate yeah. universes. Um, I mean, you're these are sort of 
small examples of how he might be heading early voting and so on. But I'm telling you that the Fox News decision Fair. desk she just, just got moved this fed Iowa to her. that you oh. just mentioned, Indiana, second con congressional district in Maine. All of them moved left, moved more likely to vote for Hillary Clinton. And in fact, all of the moves that sure. have been on this map over the past three weeks by Larry Sabato, by Cook, by the Fox News decision right. desks. These are nonpartisan outlets that are just trying to call the electoral well, not scoreboard. Not outlets. Every outlet you described Fox, as part of the establishment. Fox News, uh, really, are we? Yeah. I don't think so. Yes. And oh, come they, on. every state they've <laughs> moved, they've moved it to the left, towards Hillary. And you tell me whether that's all made up. No, I think they're two alternative universes. You have a poll which suggests that she's going to get a Barack Obama turnout among African Americans. I don't think that's going to happen. You have a Washington Post ABC News poll where they took out 8% of the vote because they didn't like the way it voted. Look, I'm, I've been around long enough. I remember when the Detroit liberal newspaper on the Sunday before the election said John Engler would lose by 14 points. He won the governorship that year. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't take the, I don't take polls as seriously as people who've never run for office. But your, ding, ding, ding. your candidate loves them and has touted them from the beginning. And he's been behind in virtually every one of the, out of the last 40 polls that we've seen and he's losing. over the past right. month. That's the reality. Look, if you want to assume the election's over, skip the next two weeks and we can talk about the future. I'm not assuming Fine. anything. I'm, I'm, just, I'm asking you whether you believe right. your candidate's behind based on these numbers and what I, it says about the, the down ballot races. I, I believe the odds are at least one in three and maybe better than that that the difference in intensity and the difference in determination and the degree to which Hillary Clinton is clearly the most corrupt, dishonest person ever nominated by a party all mean that the odds are pretty good she's not going to win. Mm -hmm. Now, I actually believe that. This is not just because I'm for Donald Trump. I actually believe the American people so let me, let are me ask sickened you about that. by this. So she, sure. let's assume she is corrupt, right? Uh, what? She was Fair just as corrupt three weeks ago and three months ago. And right. she, mm, you guys aren't she talking would have about been it. corrupt and collapsing physically on September 11th of this year. And her poll numbers tanked. But then you know what happened. He had a rough first debate. He took the bait on Alicia Machado. He stayed in that trap for a week. The Access Hollywood hmm. tape came out, which was not produced by Hillary Clinton. That was Trump on that camera was, talking Megan, about grabbing I just women. Heard, look, I just heard you go through this with, 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 with uh, Governor Pence. I get yeah. it. I know where you're coming from. But let me point out something to you. Sure. The three major networks spent 23 minutes attacking Donald Trump that night and 57 seconds on Hillary Clinton's secret speeches, you don't think this is a scale of bias worthy of Pravda and Izvestia? I mean, you want to know why Donald Trump's had a rough if time? If Trump is I mean, a sexual predator, that he's is... He's not a sexual predator. Okay, you that's can't your say opinion. That. I'm you not taking a position defend on that it. statement. I, I'm, now, I am I'm not sick and tired of people it. like you using oh, oh. language that's inflammatory that's not true. Excuse me, Mr. Donald, Speaker. Donald, Donald you Trump have no was idea not whether it's true or not. What we know is that neither, there are at neither least... Neither do you. That's right, and I'm not taking a position on, on it. Yes, I'm just saying you it, it's fine. You the words, you took a position. So what and I, think I said very is... very unfair of you to do that, Megan. Incorrect. I think that is exactly the bias people are upset by. I think that your defensiveness on this uh, may speak volumes, What? Sir. What I said is... If, no, 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 let me make my point, and then I'll give you the floor. What, what? I said is, if... 
Trump is a sexual yeah. predator, then it's a big story. And what we saw on that tape was Trump himself saying that he likes to grab women by the genitals and kiss them against their will. That's what we saw. Then we saw 10 women come forward after he denied actually doing it right. at a debate to say that was untrue. He did it to me. He did it to me. We saw reporters. We saw right. people who had worked with him, people from Apprentice and so on and so forth. He denies it all, which is his right. We don't know what the truth is. My so, point to you so, is, as a media, as a media story, we don't get to say the ten women are lying. Right. We have to cover that story, sir. Uh, sure. Okay. So, so it's worth 23 minutes of the three networks to cover that story, and Hillary Clinton in a secret speech in Brazil to a bank that pays her 225,000, saying her dream is an open border where 600 million people could come to America. That's not worth covering. That is worth when covering. You want to go back and through the did. tapes of your show recently? You are fascinated with sex and you don't care about public policy. Me? Well, that's really? what I get out of watching <laughs> you tonight. You know what? Mr. Speaker, I'm not fascinated by I'm sex, fascinated but I by am it. fascinated by the protection of women and understanding okay. what we're getting in the Oval Office. And I think the yeah. American voters would like <laughs> to know. Therefore, we're going to send Bill Clinton back to the East Wing because, after all, you are worried about sexual predators. Yeah, listen, it's not about me. It's about the women and men of America. And the poll numbers show us that the women of America, in particular, are very concerned about these allegations. Poll numbers again. And mm. in poll large numbers. part believe that they are you, a real issue. And you don't comment, dismiss you the women on whether the Clinton, summarily. Do you want to comment on whether the Clinton ticket has a relationship to a sexual predator? <laughs> we on the Kelly file have covered that story as well, sir. I've I want to hear you use the words. I want to hear you words. Bill Clinton, sexual predator. I dare you. Say Bill Clinton, sexual predator. Mr. Speaker, this barred by the Island of Arkansas me, bar. Disbarred by the Arkansas me. bar. $850,000 penalty. Excuse me, sir. We on the Kelly file Excuse have covered me, the Clinton matter as well. We've hosted Kathleen Willey. Well, we've we've covered the examples of him being accused as well, but he's not on the ticket. And the polls also show that he'll the American the, public is less in interested swing. in the deeds of Hillary Clinton's husband than they are in the deeds of the man who asks us to make him president, Donald Trump. We're going to have to leave it at that. And because you can you take just your anger issues and... Stuff. Spend some time working on them, Mr. Speaker. Thanks for being and here. You too, and you too. Her, you too. His anger issues? Yeah, apparently he has anger issues. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? The reason why Megyn Kelly is popular is because she told the truth. This is evidence that she's starting to believe yeah. the uh, the bylines on her biography and starting to believe that she's more important than she actually is. Yeah. <clears throat> this is the David Allen Show. I think he just dropped a bomb on her. Hey! <laughs> so that was fun. And we wonder... So I, I, I'm telling you, it's ratings. Ratings, ratings, ratings. This is why, proof positive in my mind, that this is a ratings game. So I'll, I'll, I'll transition from it straight being a cash game. It's a ratings game. They, they will spend 23 minutes talking about... The potential that Trump said some sexy things that are bad and dirty, and you know, then they they turn them saying that he's advocating for to be he's advocating as a sexual predator. Done. Which, when you say that like that, oh, he is one. Done. He is one. Exactly. And that's what she she didn't say that. If she says, if 
If he is a sexual predator, that if was in there, but just barely. Yeah, okay, if. All right. I think it's proof that that sells. Well, of course, the sexy sells. story sells. Of course, it does. The the corruption. Nah, of course, no one cares about it in the entertainment world. But I. But my point is, I don't think that they are deliberately skewing the polls in order to make the Democratic Party pay more money for advertisements. No, but maybe it's to make the Republicans pay more money. Yeah. I mean, because they're always behind. Well, almost I, always. Okay, may, you know, maybe, maybe that would be the case, but. I don't. Th- I think that would be obvious that if they are completely for Hillary, they're going to do everything to make the other side miserable. So if that's the premise, I would agree. But I wouldn't agree that they're doing it to try to make Hillary pay more. <clears throat> Speaking of paying more, let's um, let's remember maybe affordable. affordable. There's a reason affordable. Affordable. What? Affordable. A who? Affordable. What? Affordable. What? Not even that finger pointing could make it. That Sorry, was what? in 2014. Those were not cut together. Those were her saying it over and yeah. over again? Was yeah. that... Um, Nancy Pelosi. Okay. The then, I believe. Ugh. Was she speaker of their house in 14? No, maybe not. Crew. Talk about sticker shock. Double digit premium increases for Obamacare participants next year, with many consumers just having one choice for a health insurance provider. The White House confirming that premiums will increase by an average of 25% next year. Some states are going to see even bigger price hikes. Uh, Premiums in Arizona are set to go up, for example, 116%. Whoa, what? 116%? Oh, man. We're doomed. We are doomed. Let's talk to a lady today. Uh, she's going to have a baby in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations. Look, look, looking, uh, not to me, to her. Um, yeah. If she's listening, congratulations. Congratulations mm-hmm. on that little baby. Mm-hmm. Um, she is looking at a couple options for healthcare because it's apparently open enrollment time. And if you don't want to get fined by the federal government, uh, you have to pay a lot more than the fine in a uh, premium. For insurance that may or may not actually do anything for you. Huh. Uh, but in her case, it will. <laughs> well, maybe. Unless, only if there are complications. Unless Without complications, I don't think it would. So they were looking if her and her husband go on a together. Okay. Currently, they're separate because it works out better. But if they go together in this new plan, they, are, they have three options, period, for plans. Three. Mm. If they take the big one, the the best one, which has a $3,500 deductible, out of pocket, including that deductible, her out of pocket expense expense for 2017. Out of pocket. Out of pocket. If she uses the deductible. Sure. $1 billion. $20,800. Oh, my goodness. Now, this is a, a lady, self-employed, her husband works, they're going to have a baby. Twenty, Nearly $21,000 for one year of medical insurance, in quotes, and going enough to pay the $3,500 deductible for the year. So, let's say um, you get, something happens in December, you're screwed. 
because you and your care goes from December into January. Your deductible is gone and now you start over. It's outrageous. I want to look a friend of mine uh, lives to the south. If I can find his. Like how uh, south? 45 minutes. Oh. Not too much. Yeah, in this state, in the South Dakota. He posted the other day on the face bag. Uh, he wanted to know from his... <laughs> okay, he says, I would like my Democrat voting friends to admit that the Obamacare sales pitch was either a lie or based on ignorance. There is no way I can afford a 30% rate increase. I will be forced to drop our family health insurance plan and pay the fine instead. We are living paycheck to paycheck as it is. No savings, old vehicles, no cell phones. I want you to tell me how I can pay for the increase. These are the Democrat voters who are supportive of this ACA. Um, Let me ask you a question Yeah. about that. <clears throat> Do you think that Democratic voters are less, have less of an issue of taking a handout from the government? And so they would be willing, maybe one of the things that the Republicans, uh, people who identify more as a Republican, are very hesitant to take anything from the government because they, they, uh, think that is immoral and the democrats as a result would look at this and and think that they're um being foolish you know what i mean if they don't take it yeah if they don't take it like oh. if they think oh yeah well, of course you're going to take a subsidy as much as you can or get on whatever you want to get well but this is this i mean these would be then the same people that are just appalled that trump had the gall to use the current tax law to write off nine hundred billion million dollars. I'm not saying right. that they're no, consistent. Right. Yeah. But, but I, I think that that would be the in my, that'd be my argument is oh you're okay with this and this is the moral good thing to do. Well then so is that. Yes. You have you can't either have it, way. Can't have it both ways. You can't take some money from the government and it's okay, but other people can't take money from the government. It's bad unless of course they're the arbitrators of what is good or bad. Anyways, well, I'm sorry. Clearly. Just keep going. Uh, sorry. <clears throat> so someone po 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 posted on his post a link. To an article from the yesterday, the 25th, right? Is that yesterday? Tw uh, 25th, yeah. 25. Yep. Uh, from motherjones.com. It says, correction, Obamacare premiums are going up about 0% for most people. <gasps> is this because they get a subsidy in their taxes well, or something? and the fun thing about this is our good friend Jay, who's been a guest on the show a couple times, yep. um, does not qualify for these subsidies. And so his are not going up 0%. His are going up 30, 40%. Yes. Okay. Data? You want data? Sure. Obamacare premiums are going up and so are the subsidies. I, but yeah. how much are the subsidies going up? The chart below, which I want everyone to look at because it was a pain in the... I don't have a buzzer. Eh, to create, shows this for the 15 states with the highest premium increases. All right, so uh, South Dakota is listed in this. Okay. It says, and I need to talk to my friend to the south and make sure, but he doesn't qualify either 
from what I understand. Um, as you can see, subsidies are increasing more than premiums in every state. And by quite a bit, this comparison data is for a 27-year-old with an income of 25 grand. 27-year-old person and only making $25,000 a year. How do they eat? A 42-year-old making $18,000 a year. They come out on top. This <laughs> And comes from blah, blah, blah. So basically what they're saying is that anybody above them is just kind of wealthy and that they can much, afford it. Much, 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 Yes. So what apparently what they're and there are no numbers other than a percentage increase. You're just, these are two. There's a red and a blue chart on these. And mm. let's go to South Dakota because that's where I'm at. Um, Minnesota is number four from the the fourth most fourth high fourth highest increase. Yeah. Um. They say the which in Minnesota the premium increase on this chart is nearly 60%. And they have the subsidy increase at a pro, they stop at a 60%. So then it's above that. So this is a stupid chart. It makes no sense. This guy is a moron um, is around a hundred percent subsidy increase. So if your subsidy was say zero, yeah, <laughs> Well, the, if the, it was fifty dollars, hundred bucks, yay! That's going to help with sixty percent increase in premium. The other thing is, um, below a certain amount of money, it's basically free. I mean, it's basically you're basically getting insurance for free. Sure. And um, <clears throat> and we wonder why rates are going high. Hmm. How about that, that? Anybody at any time can go to the ER. I mean, and if, they have to get treated, correct? Yep, yep. At this point, under the current law, is that right? Well, I mean, if you stopped working <clears throat> and you lived in a state that had a, a, a healthy welfare system and you could basically stay home and get money and food stamps and housing for free and everything for free, you're also going to get your health care for free. And then at the end of the year... You're going to get this uh, good-sized check coming back to you, especially if you have children. Mm -hmm. I know this this guy has. Um, oh, and this was a few years ago. He had three, four kids, he and his wife, and they probably made twenty-five grand. And he got a check for like ten thousand dollars. What? Ten thousand dollars at the uh, for uh, refund on his taxes. It's not a refund. No, no, it's not, but that's, that's just what they money. call it. Yeah, exactly. And then he went out and blew it within a month or two and was hawking things at the at the pawn shop. But um it's that it's that sort of thing. That's those are the people, those are the normal people. Everybody else who suffers, they just um they have it good. They're they're rich. They should be able they're not paying their fair share. Here's the bottom line. If your income is low enough, to qualify for a subsidy, there's no need to panic over Obamacare. Absolutely. The higher premiums will help stabilize the market. And the cost will be covered almost entirely by Uncle Sam. So your pocketbook is safe. Bull crap. There, theirs is, but they don't really have a pocketbook. They just, they have a, um, they have a line of credit from the U.S. government 
that pays for everything. This says the net amount they pay for health insurance in 2017 isn't going to be much more than it is this year. Now, here's what I want to know. I don't know very many people that can swing a 50 plus percent increase in a monthly bill with their current income just in the hope that at the end of the year, they're going to get some of that back at tax time. Absolutely. That's not going to work. This subsidy, show me that you get that or whoever gets it every month. You don't. Yep. It's off your tax bill at the end of the year. That helps nobody day to day at all. Yep. This is an absolute fraud and a scam. And yep. anyone that's on board, okay, good reason to not vote a Democrat ever back in the office. Ever. Oh, there's tons of reasons. No, never but that, to... there you go. Yeah. And so back to your original point, I think that I must vote against Hillary. Okay. I I agree. Yep. You bet. How's that for callback? Too, too, <laughs> <laughs> too enthusiastic thumbs up. You're a real American. Oh, man. That's right. Let's make it great again. So this, though, uh, our representative of the fine state of South Dakota, Christy Nome, uh, she posted this uh, article from Town Hall, written by Guy Benson on on October 20th. Uh, The USA Today says the cascade of 2017 Obamacare premium hikes has arrived. State insurance regulators across the country have approved health care premium increases higher than those requested by insurers despite a national effort to keep rates for policies sold on the Affordable Care Act exchanges from skyrocketing, a USA Today analysis shows. In eight states, regulators approved premiums that were a percentage point or more higher than carriers wanted. A health data expert at ACASignups.net, Charles Gabba, who analyzed the data for USA Today, said, as of Tuesday, those states are Arizona, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Kansas, Minnesota, and Utah. To consumers, this seems terrible, like, oh, they're price gouging us, Gabba said. But part of regulators' jobs is to keep insurance companies solvent so they can continue to give people insurance. In fact, this year, many insurance carriers have requested premium rate increases that are closer to what regulators think are appropriate, says Gabba. Ideally, you want who's you want what's requested to be what's necessary, he added. And that was part of what happened. Insurer withdrawals from some markets and rate hikes of more than 50% in some areas prompted fears that some insurance marketplaces were at risk of collapsing. I think that's almost the case in Minnesota, is it not? Yeah. If one, and so uh, I think Jay was telling me too the other day, he is right in the middle of this predicament that there are, what do you say, policies for 60, what, 6,500, 8,000, 7,000 people? Oh, of eight, or was it 60,000? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was 8,000. 8,000. And there are over 100 people, 100,000 100, that lost it. That are in, in search currently. Searching for it, but they only had so, openings for 8,000 right, people. There will be <clears throat> nearly 100,000 people. That are that have no option. So mm-hmm. what do they do? They're going to get taxed because they're going to they're going to get fined by the IRS because they don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. And how is that constitutional at all? Um, since when well, well, have they been 
using I the Constitution. The reason that so many major insurers are pulling out of Obamacare is that the disproportionately sicker risk pools are quite expensive to cover, duh, resulting in huge financial losses to the providers. To offset those losses, enormous rate increases are being approved, making coverage even less affordable for the relatively healthy consumers trying to keep their heads above water, including millions who receive packed taxpayer subsidies through the law. As their costs skyrocket even further, more and more younger, healthier people will either walk away from the law or continue to avoid signing up for it. After all, paying the individual mandate tax is much cheaper than shelling out big bucks every month on top of -of out-of-pocket costs. Plus, in the event of a health emergency, insurers are required under the law to accept all comers during open enrollment, regardless of pre-existing conditions. This is the unsustainable spiraling tra- trajectory that has, in- that has industry experts warning of a potential full collapse. By the way, here is the article's accompanying infographic illustrating the prevalence of double-digit premium increases. As you peruse this map, recall that the tentpole promise of Obamacare was that it would, be signif- it would, re- it would significantly reduce costs for virtually all American consumers. And instead, here is the, quote, Affordable Care Act reality. Here in, Minis- in, in South Dakota, 30 to 39% increase coming. Minnesota is, it goes from light blue to black. Light blue is 0 to 9%. The next color, 10 to 19. The next color, 20 to 29. The next color, these are darker blues, 30 to 39. Then 40 to 49. And then 50 plus is black. Minnesota, Arizona, Oklahoma, Tennessee, are black and mm-hmm. not the race. Mm-hmm. So well, well, Arizona makes sense. The population, they are insurance users. Mm-hmm. Wyoming is uh, nigh on to zero. Arkansas, almost zero. North Dakota, <clears throat> 10 no, almost zero. I I don't know. Other than this was predicted by everyone that wasn't a Democrat back in 2010 when it got shoved through. Yeah. Right? Yep. Right. Yes, right. Well, I think all of, if if um Clinton wins. Mm-hmm then people better love what they get. <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to be more than this. And the ones that didn't love it and voted against her realize life is going to change dramatically mm-hmm. as this moves forward. Um, they need to change their uh, retirement plans for a lot of them. Especially if you have a pre pre existing condition. Um yeah. Did you see um Michael Moore? You know who he is, right? I do. Um at a recent promotional event for his new film Michael Moore and Trump Land, Moore told audience members that he thinks that the Louth, the 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 GOP nominee is going to win, largely because American elites are so cut off from regular people that they don't realize just how much the middle class has been harmed in recent years. 
Yeah. But this is Michael Moore. Right. He's the one that uh, Fahrenheit 911. Yeah. He's, um, he said, I know a lot of people in Michigan that are planning to vote for Trump and they don't necessarily agree with him. He said, Donald Trump came to the economic, uh, Detroit Economic Club and stood there in front of Ford Motor Executives and said, if you close these factories as you're planning to do in Detroit and build them in Mexico, I'm going to put a 35% tariff on those cars when you send them back and nobody's going to buy them. It was an amazing thing to see. No politician, Republican, or Democrat had ever said anything like that to these executives. And it was music to the ears of people in Michigan and Ohio and Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, the Brexit states. He said, <laughs> Trump's the election... You sex it? Trump's election is going to be the biggest FU ever recorded in human history, and it'll feel good. I, again, this is exactly my sentiment. This is the reason that I like the Trump movement. Here, here he continues on. Whether Trump means it or not is kind of irrelevant because he's saying the things to people who are hurting, and that's why every beaten down, nameless, forgotten working stiff who used to be part of what was called the middle class loves Trump. He is the human Molotov cocktail that they've been waiting for, the human hand gr grenade that they can legally throw into the system that stole their lives from them. Michael Moore said this. Yeah. Yeah. Rumor spreading round in that Texas town. About to shack outside the game. This is the David Allen Show. About. Just let me know if you want to go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Yeah, man. 
Good evening, America. Up until now in this presidential election, the only candidates that you've had to choose from have been on the one hand, a dangerous, barbaric, ruthless, corrupt, brutal man. And then the Republicans have had Donald Trump, <laughs> who's like W. Bush, only he expresses his lack of intelligence with more self-confidence. I believe that America not only deserves better than this, but America deserves the best. That's why as of today, I am announcing my candidacy for the president of these United States. My running platform won't be modeled off of bribes, greed, and corporate corruption. It'll be modeled off of Gandhi's platform. Just look at what he did for India. Never before in history has someone been able to manipulate a nation as effectively through self-mutilation and not wearing pants. <laughs> Why should you vote for me, America? Because I'm getting hungry. Unlike my opponents, I'm not just gonna tell you what you wanna hear to get your vote. I'm also gonna tell you that I'm not just telling you what you wanna hear to get your vote. And I think this new transparency and leadership is something that America can build on. As your president, I'll be happy to never again communicate with you authentically <laughs> as I read off of a teleprompter sharing with you my deepest thoughts from my heart that were written by my speechwriter's minds. <laughs> and I'm not here to make America great again. I'm here to make America spiritual again. I won't be building a wall to keep Mexicans out because that's not necessary. I'm worried about the apologetic, pasty white Canadians slowly skating their way out of their frozen tundra into the desirable parts of North America. And because of this imminent threat to our nation, I've got a plan that will kick Canada out of North America by 2019. <laughs> when I was a child, my father, and my father's father, and my father's father's father always said to me, son, if you love America, then you can never trust Canada. <laughs> I'll also be taking major initiatives in significant ways to turn this economy around. We all know that trying to make Americans happy won't make them happy. Making Americans rich is what will make them happy, which can only be done through a thriving economy. How will I accomplish this lofty goal? With more jobs. I've outlined a plan in pen that will eradicate unemployment by creating over 60 million new jobs. For the Americans who land in these new jobs, their job will be to create new jobs. In just the first year alone, these new jobs will create over 600 million new jobs. <laughs> People want to know who my running mate will be. Because I'm not codependent, originally I wasn't going to have one, but I changed my mind. I've decided to have a same-gender running mate so that I can appeal more to the non-heterosexual voter. America, please take to Facebook and convince your friends why they'd be wrong for voting for who they were going to vote for <laughs> and tell their free will who they should actually vote for. Their choice shouldn't be left up to them. 
It should be yours to influence because America depends on it. Join me to help make America spiritual again. There you have it. J.P. Sears running, running for the presidency of these United States. Well, good for him. Yes, yes, he's, yes. He's a true patriot. True something. He's he's a true something. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking of uh, presidencies and voting, I mean, since it just came up. Oh, um, what's going on? Have you voted yet? No. What? I'm waiting till the day. Everybody, no, everyone's doing it. This early voting nonsense. See, I um, uh, peer pressure does the opposite to me. It makes me so if you if you for, you if, will obey. Yeah, then I'm not. Going you will to, obey. Yeah, no, sorry. Yeah. You will obey. If you say nobody's doing it, then nobody then, is doing it. No one. So, but then that nobody would mean that you're doing a liar. It. <laughs> Because you said that uh, everybody's so, doing it, so, so the, either uh, way, I can't listen to What I to you. think about this early voting, everyone, all the candidates are like pushing, pushing, early vote, early vote, get out there, early vote, hurry, early vote. Yep. In my mind, that's just like the the Golden State Warriors, your favorite um, basketball Baseball team. team? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say hockey, but... Oh, it's hockey. It's a rugby team. Your favorite oh. rugby team. Or yeah, cricket, that's not perhaps. American. Cricket. No, see, now you know why I'm against that. Because <clears throat> it's not American. What? Anyways. What? Are you an isolationist? Yep. Yep. <laughs> what? Early voting. Early voting. Is like having Steph Curry tell the bench players to go in the day before and start shooting baskets to run up the score for when they come in tomorrow and play they already have points on the board i think it's i think it's outrageous it's like pre-playing the game you can't pre-play the game when you have a day that you go vote yeah but see no at little towns you know small towns where everybody knows everybody you can't do this because they have these lists out in front of them and they check off your name you know, it's in the only in the big cities that that really makes a difference. Nobody knows you. No, no, I, I'm not talking corruption voting. I mean early oh, voting. I am. <laughs> okay, I mean early voting. Just going out and oh. getting it done. No, no, you should be required to do it on that day only. It should be a game. Let's make this the the thing to do, the social thing. We're all going out at the same time to vote. So then, if That's you're it. if you're gonna, I don't care if you're going to have like a an operation or something to save your life. You know what? Then that you don't get to vote. put you in the hospital during that day. You don't get to vote. You know, take one for nope. the team. Nope. You know, when that game starts, when the Blue Jays play, was the in Cleveland Indians and the uh, the Cubs are in the World Series right now? Do you think those players get to hold? Do you get to, to to throw some extra points in? Hmm? Some runs points. Ooh. Some runs in Ooh. in the baseball game because they're oh, I injured. I know this one. I know this one. No, they don't. Really? No. Oh, no, they don't. No. Early voting is outrageous. I think it should be illegal. And basically, it sucks to be you if you can't make it that day. Absolutely. Okay. Got it. Now, in places like Oregon, the genius state that they are decided to I'm do away sarcasm. with the polls. Not really. Do away with the polls. What? And it's just strictly vote by mail, which is anticlimactic. There's no fun or joy Oregon, in voting by mail. Oregon is voting by mail? Yeah, has been for years. 
so, so there's no poll now. They have people at the polls. You can bring it in. You can. Well, I'm here. I'm bringing my ballot for no reason. Wow, that's None. weird. What What's their reason? You also can't pump your own gas. It's a crime. Okay. A cr- illegal. Yeah. No, that's weird. Wow. So so can you? Okay. Nothing. Wow. I I and but I can't really criticize it cuz I live in Minnesota. And they 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 in Massachusetts were the only ones to vote for uh, Walter Mondale, so that tells you something. <clears throat> so, I can't criticize. You know, if you're going to live in a glass house, don't throw stones or blow. Who's who's throwing a stone? I just think early voting Me. is outrageous. Me. I'm I don't like you. it. Early voting is lame. Especially when the candidates get out there and they're like, yeah, go vote now. Hey, the thing I told you right now on my little speech that rah-rahed you up and made you all feel fuzzy and good inside, yep. quick, go vote. Hurry. No time to think don't about think, it. Don't think. That's true. No time to think. Just do it. Impulsive. Huh. There's no planning, no prep, no actual thought put into it. Read the ballot. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Be a sheeple. <laughs> So I've convinced you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, no. Oh, that's fun. If I thought that our country was going to be saved through the political ballot, uh, I might listen to things. But okay, so then let, let's let's jump down that road. Do you think it matters if our if our president specifically is moral? Yes, I do think it matters. You bet I do. Do you think we should vote based on morals of a president? Um, Do you think if we if we vote for someone that may not have the same morals that we hold, that we're actually committing sin or we're doing bad things? Here, here's the thing. The person that you're going to vote for is going to be the person. The person that you get behind and vote for is going to be somebody who's going to, to typically hold a lot of your values. Mm-hmm. So as the more crass and corrupt and... Um, morally bankrupt the country gets it their leaders are going to be a mirror of the people so we should not be surprised one bit that our current people no. are running no nope. are, are, are it well yeah and we're way past the point of no return there's no possible way that we could turn back to the 50s without a catastrophic event that fundamentally changes the way people think And with it, there would have to be an, uh, the third great awakening where it dramatically transforms people's lives and, and hearts. But barring that, there is no hope. As, you know, through politics, I mean. <clears throat> it's just going to get progressively progressively worse. Either, and what will happen is that people will have more and more freedom to do bad things, which will cause a horrific crisis. Or um, there's going to be some kind of horrific crisis that is going to turn into a totalitarian regime. Mm -hmm. I mean, either way, totalitarian is where we're headed. That's where we're going, yeah. Yeah. So how long do you think before we uh, no longer have free access to any content on the web? What what do you mean? uh, To no content? No, to any content. As far as I don't think it'll happen. 
No? No. I think you'll be able to get content, but I think it'll be more like the bread and circuses. It, the stuff that entertains people and like porn, I'm sure, will continue to proliferate. Oh, yeah, because that be keeps the slave keeps the slave down. Slave down. It's yep. just yeah, and a lot of the entertainment stuff and and whatnot. But in terms of truth, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Not too long, maybe ten years less before. Wow. Maybe not complete, but someone completely speaking the truth, I think, is going to become a hate crime. Because it is now. Yeah. The ex or an, a, a past Surgeon General of these United States mm-hmm. made the bold claim that abortion is never, never medically necessary to save the mother's life. Yes. Shh. Don't talk about that. Is he a medical doctor? Who, this guy? I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 the oh. Surgeon General. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think he, he wasn't was... like a chiropractor. Oh, no, he wouldn't be allowed. Oh, okay. Because they're, they're evil, apparently. I'm just trying to uh, head off uh, any objections to him. <laughs> well, the fact that he's no longer the Surgeon General must mean that he's no good. Oh. Even though he's 80. <laughs> Street Journal. Bitter presidential race breeds workplace tensions. No kidding. There was no mincing words. You either let her go or I go, a senior executive of Fresco Data told the company's human resource manager earlier this month. The executive supports Republican Donald Trump for president. The co-worker, he says, he can no longer work with, has made no secret of her plan to vote for Democrat Hillary Clinton. Are you serious? These candidates have made this a major pain for us to deal with the HR issues, said Tony Raval, chief executive of the email marketing company. We've never had this situation before, that we would have to make a call on firing someone over this. Did they? The divisiveness of this year's presidential campaign has seeped into the American workplaces, raising tensions among co-workers and forcing bosses to mediate disputes. With the November 8 election just 13 days away, some bosses and employees say they are white-knuckling through, trying to keep things civil and maintain a semblance of productivity. I found it interesting Yes, that... The example is that a pro-Trump person is having to fire a Democrat, <laughs> which proves bias oh, to really? me. Well, I mean, maybe it's not so much firing. It's um, it, it's basically saying, well, you can work here, but if you choose to work here, you're going to have to work with people of different political yeah, opinions. So work it out. And if you don't like it and if you can't handle it, then maybe you should look for other employment. That's not firing. True.
tomorrow, 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 in the tech news segment of this show. Tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard. Standard time? We're in daylight time. Daylight time. Right? Okay. It ends on the 6th. Yes. So d- daylight. Pacific Daylight Time right now. Uh, Apple will reveal uh-huh. updated Mac computers. Really? Does that and mean the old ones will get cheaper? Uh, no, it means you won't get to buy them because the new ones will be the same price as the old ones. They just stop selling them? They work. They work them out. You can find them cheaper every now and then, but yeah, not much. Nazis. Yes. Uh, and, and, and in that, uh, they have delayed the launch of the AirPod, Apple's funny dangly earring headphone. Well, they delayed it? Apparently. Is it bursting into flames? The company is delaying the launch of AirPods, its wireless earbuds designed for the iPhone. Apple, which first showed off the, the accessory in September, said on Wednesday, it's not quite ready for prime time. The news comes just one day before Apple's MacBook event in San Francisco, where it was widely believed the AirPods would get a launch date. Quote, the early response to AirPods has been incredible, a spokeswoman for Apple said. We don't believe in shipping a product before it's ready. We Not need a like little, Samsung. We need a little more time before AirPods are ready for our consumers. <laughs> the AirPods, $159, look like classic white AirPods but connect to products without a cord. With the removal of the headphone jack on the new iPhone 7 smartphones, Apple is pushing the AirPods as the future of wireless earbuds. The technology features a built-in microphone for Siri voice commands and and phone calls with sensors that know when they're inside your ear. Apple declined to elaborate on why it needs more time, but perhaps we'll learn more on stage at its Mac event tomorrow. This from time the C, the, the, the CNN money hey I got a question Apple delaying the AirPod, airpods yeah Black Friday coming up Ooh. does Apple have any good deals they usually have eight eight or ten percent discount on a lot of what they sell that's it yep it's elite it's an you can don't get a Black Friday discount on a Bentley do you I haven't a checked. Ferrari <laughs> go, go I haven't checked. that Aston Martin DBS yeah the Vanquish? Uh, Pot-smoking, ponytail-wearing computer users. What? No comment? <laughs> Pony-wearing? What? Ponytail-wearing. I ain't got no ponytail. Oh. Do you do any uh, Black Friday? I used to back when we lived in a town where we had the opportunity. Oh. Like bigger than the one I currently live in. Although, yes, I do now because we have a few stores in town that do. And so, yeah, I get up at six-ish and go out and see what's going on. Oh. It's just fun. I mean, I usually don't have something that I have to buy. It's more fun to just watch other people act like absolute lunatics. I might actually have an opportunity to do it this year if I if if I can stomach it. Should we take the David Allen show on a black on the Black Friday road? Ooh, start oh. interviewing people. Oh, hey, hi, why are you standing in line at um, Shopco? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am, you're standing in line at Taco John's. <laughs> Qdoba, is it? What's that? Qdoba, is it? Black Friday Qdoba, you get a half, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if there's a big enough savings. 
I mean, if it was like, hey, kidneys on sale, and you know your child is missing a kidney and needs a kidney, otherwise they're going to be on dialysis. I'll stand in line for that. That's the black market. That's oh, not. That doesn't okay. happen on Black Friday. And, and plus, that's China. So sorry. Um. <clears throat> wow. My face red. I wondered what that color was. <laughs> what that glow? I'm so embarrassed. Uh, the other uh, Microsoft today um, announced and revealed the Surface Studio. Now, this is a, a rather long tech segment that I'm sure you're just enthralled by. <laughs> Uh, last October, I was in the Los Angeles area. Yes. Uh, actually, in proper, in LA proper, uh, at uh, an Adobe Max conference, which is the Adobe. Was that last October? Last October. Oh. Uh, and at that time, they re- Microsoft released what they called the Surface Book, which was their first laptop they've ever made. And it had a funny hinge and kind of created a book, but it came apart. And so you had this Surface Pro write on it tablet thingy that you could carry about and it was pretty powerful and expensive but it was supposedly a a graphic designer and a music editor and all this stuff it was a mac killer is what they thought well it didn't really kill a mac but it was kind of cool yep well now just today they released what they're calling the surface studio which is a 28 inch touchscreen display a single computer the base of it it looks kind of modern and 28? Kind of sexy. 28 inch. The, the screen's over there on the wall. The biggest one on the left is a 24. So. Now, don't get me wrong. That is a gorgeous machine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but it's, it's a desktop. Oh, yeah, but that's it. It's that. The, the, all the, the hardware's in the bottom. The crazy part about it is you uh, you have the op- opportunity, if they would show the picture, they don't. Um to fold it flat and write on it, which is crazy. Now, the spec'd out version is $5,000 almost. So, but 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 what they're doing is they're creating a single unit to try to compete with the iMac and adding touch and the right capability. See, that's what people are missing. That's where it's going. Apple at some point, and I'll be intrigued to see if they add touch technology to their new Macs tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah, no it kidding. Will, it'll intrigue me a little bit because yeah. that that would make the the Mac computer experience just insane if you could touch it. You know the the school uh, in the town that I live in. Everybody ninth grade and above gets a laptop computer, and um, it they're all touchscreen laptops. Mm, but so. they're crap. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean they're you know that's not a high end. Mm-hmm. HP Latitude, I think, or something like that. <clears throat> but I thought that was interesting that they have, t- uh, how many of them have touchscreen. Yeah, so it'll be fun to see what Apple decides to pull out after um, Microsoft snuck that one out. Hmm. Which, I mean, the, the, I got to play with the Surface Book last year and the Touch. Actually, Jay has one. Yeah. Yeah, he had it here yeah. a couple weeks ago when he was here with the yep. show, yeah. And it's the, the the pen tool's cool with the right apps. It's fun, uh-huh. um, but I think in order to use it, you have to be a designer or an artist or something that needs that touch. I think it'd be fun, <laughs> but to have a to have a twenty eight inch screen that you can fold down flat and write on it like paper would just be phenomenal. Oh yeah, I would no love it. So, so you're gonna get one? Uh, yeah, no, 
So which one is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm prepping you for no. Oh. <laughs> so would you ever go away from a Mac to that? Oh, you don't have a Mac. I don't have a Mac, no. Oh. I have both, actually. Wow, so you're conflicted. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just versatile. Huh. Do you... Uh, is the reason why your desktop not a Mac, is it uh, cost? Cost. Oh. But if... If somebody said, I'm going to buy you a, a desktop computer, you can spend $5,000, don't care. Uh, here's a uh, here's a gift card for $5,000. But it has to be on a computer. It has to be a desktop computer. Which one did you get? I don't know. That's tough because for five grand. Yeah. You could build, I mean, with the kind that I have, I could build out an insane machine. But what what I would spend money on is I'd probably do that, but add some more pieces to it, and then add like dual thirty-two inch four K displays. Okay, so which you would put like the monitor money in that the monitors, monitors yep. more because that matters for me more. I mean, power, it's not gotta have it. But just having screens that would be huge and the resolution. I don't want to see pixels anymore. I'm done with that. Sure. And that's that's why I almost went with an iMac instead of this. But oh, really? I, I saved money this route. Sure. Um, but it's for the screen because they have a 5K screen, which is like 4K, but 5K. So it's like not 10, it's 11. Okay. It Turn it up to, to 11. 11. Yep. <laughs> The Guardian, back to the... Uh, what? The Guardian. Yeah. Headline, the short U.S. <laughs> a short, sorry, not the, a short U.S. election cycle sounds great, but it wouldn't be good for democracy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you tell us why. Because we're interested. Cheryl Crow is worried about the endless presidential not Cheryl campaign. Crow. Not the sh- the singer. The singer. Why? Why would you care? Why would you care? The, Ugh. The trouble is proper scrutiny takes time, Ugh. and Americans need to know who they're electing. <laughs> right. Really? I get it. No, no, no. Actually, I think what this election has demonstrated that around fifty percent of Americans don't care who they elect. Right. Their past means nothing to them because if it did, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't uh, support Hillary. I mean, she's so clearly corrupt and horrible. And if the if this had been Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. running f- for president, I I could respect somebody who voted for Bernie Sanders. I can't respect anybody. Well, I shouldn't say that. Of course, yeah, you, you have can a hard respect time. people. You have a hard time doing I, it. It's very difficult for me to understand the rationale. Other than it's just pure political position yeah. that you would vote for a thief and um, a liar, a, a, a liar, a complete immoral person as a president. The, the best thing about the the debate last week was Trump said those words. Said she is a liar. No one else in the history of politics in that that level has had the courage to say it to her huh. face. Right? Have yeah. you heard that before? No. Nope. Nope. 
Nah. I'm really starting to uh, to feel very sick about Megyn Kelly. I, well, I mean, there there I was think, a time I think where that, it was I think like, that network is lost at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> now they co- they completely have a quasi controlled opposition. Oh yeah. Yeah, other than what they're now calling the alt-right. Yeah, whatever. Which is anyone that is not the left-leaning news. Well, and and this goes back to uh, defining terms. They created the term homophobia as if the average person is afraid somebody is a homosexual. And so if you disagree with somebody, their position on something, that's a phobia now. And it is, uh, when you say it, it triggers in your mind that there's some irrational fear. And that's the first thought that's in, that instinctively comes to your mind. And it's hard. Um, it's hard for reason to trump emotion. And that's why we have such a difficult time in our country, where reason very rarely trumps emotion. Well, do you think that's a, a symptom and a, the cause of that is the D, let's see, the over-sensationalizing of any kind of news or any kind of, like, interest story? I, that, I'm, that might be part of it. Or is that a symptom of it? That, that maybe it's, um, it's the schooling, it's the curriculum, it is... But it has to be the media, the narrative, mm-hmm. um, because anytime they frame an issue, they always frame. They always try to find somebody who's negatively affected by the issue, and they elevate them as if they are going to be the uh, um, the common person who would be affected. So when it comes to abortion, they're always going to bring up the trump card, which is somebody who's been raped. But the incidences of it is extremely low. So rather than focusing on that, why not focus on, you know, the baby or how much people are using it for birth control? But, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, this is the direction we're going. The only thing that you can do is you can try to educate your kids, try to train them up to think properly, not properly, think logically. To think through things. Use some reason primarily rather than just emotion. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know who Sir Ken Robinson is? Um, some guy because oh, he yeah. said sir. Yes. So I'm thinking, I, I, I think he's cisgender. Nope. It's a I... lady. <laughs> no, Ken. <laughs> yeah. A girl named Ken. If you boy get named the Sue. chance, he did a TED talk, which, you know, those I can take or leave most of the time. Sir Ken, what? Ken Robinson. Robinson. In 2006, he did a TED talk entitled "Do Schools Kill Creativity?" Yes, they do. Absolute, fantastic presentation. Brilliant, excellent, kind of 
ripped apart uh, the mentality of our school systems. He said, when kids are little, and I, I would encourage you to go watch it if you can. It's on TED.com. You can go grab it. Or if you have an Apple TV, it's on the TED app. Uh, it's all over the web. Anyway. <clears throat> um, he said, when kids are born and young, their whole bodies move. They dance. They are just all, their entire bodies are, are connected. As we educate them, he said, we start educating them up to their head and then to one side. Oh. And so what we end up doing is we eliminate with our with the kinds of things we educate for, we eliminate uh, anything creative. Unless it's math, but that's not creative. I mean, you know, in, in that sense. And the, the arty creative things that we are allowed to do in school are only music and then like art, painting, drawing. Yep. Very little theater and very little dance. He said, we don't teach dance in school anymore. They used to. Everyone learned how to dance. I mean, I have a book. Or I have a book called um, the was it the Gentleman's Guide to something. I'll have to, I'm going to bring it in and actually start uh, reading from it because it's great. It's a website called The Art of Manliness, and they, they teach these things things every man should know, every mm-hmm. woman should know. Yep. And how to dance the two step, how to dance the foxtrot. It's probably stuff you should know. We don't do that anymore because it's girly. There's no um, there's no testable. Apparently, I think there is, but they claim that there's no testable um, benefit to those things. You know, what does that that do for you? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe it makes you learn better. Maybe it makes you a better communicator. Maybe it makes you much more fluid. The hardest thing, one of the things that I struggle with is, is getting people to be fluid in what they do, have finesse in their actions. And... I deal a lot with um, audio mixing, sound, mm-hmm. and control, you know, like presentation of things, production. Uh, finesse is huge. you got to have finesse. You can't just unmute a microphone. If you unmute it, you got to know where the, where the channel slider is. So if, if, it's, if they're talking and it's not right, you unmute it. They're all of a sudden they're on and that's not good. You have to think that through and have finesse. So you got to smooth, you got to fade in and out so people don't get hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like driving a car. You gotta have finesse to drive a car. Yep. You can't just jerk, or jerk, slam jerk, on the brakes or, yeah, exactly. all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's that finesse that we lose, and I think we gain that back, or we learn that if we <clears throat> encourage physical creativity. We encourage the fluidity. I mean, I think Taekwondo, uh, the the martial arts, encourage that because you have to be fluid in what you do. And flexible. Yeah. yeah. You go from this position to that position. You don't just jerk over there. It's a fluid movement. I think that's the same thing. And, and if we don't have that, um, it really limits what we can do. And mm-hmm. I think it limits how we think. I think in some ways... Well, I'm going to think as I talk here. So, well, I'm glad you're doing that. <laughs> Otherwise, that'd be weird. <laughs> but um, sometimes I wonder about organized sports, um, like football, or even basketball, or any of them. I mean, it's good to be able to com- to work together on a team. Um, but I wonder about unbridled competition. <clears throat> And um, if it's better, yeah, I don't think it necessarily is better. I think, I mean, for most men, they're they're naturally competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- I think th- I mean, 
I think what I'm trying to say is the emphasis on sports in school, especially team sports, I think is way out of balance. Way out of balance. Where my brother lives in Texas, high school, they built a $60 million auto, uh, um, field. Uh, field stadium for their high school football team. <laughs> and they basically recruit people. People move from around the United States. They go to high school to play to go, football? So they can play football there. At high school? High school football. Um, you go to most high schools, they have a football game, and it's this big rah-rah thing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it it feels strange to me, and I, I don't know if I can totally articulate it, but it just seems, it seems bizarre that they put all of this attention and energy in a sport where you're just trying to um, get a ball from here to there and run into each other and try to stop people. And your focus is on that. And they start in the middle of, of summer, and they spend hours and hours getting in shape, and then every day after school, and just... For eight, nine games mm-hmm. for the entire year. And yet, like you said, um, drama, I mean, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Singing, yeah. Anything else, yeah. And one thing, when it comes to school, the, ki- the, the kids that are successful are the ones that can sit there and don't fidget or don't talk to somebody else. But I would submit... That it's the kids that are walking around and talking and acting crazy are the are the creative ones, mm-hmm. because they're thinking outside mm-hmm. this little box, this little this little square of information that they're supposed to um, maybe not even understand but memorize. Yeah, um, I think it's totally flawed. But then again, it is cookie cutter. They're trying to get as many people through in a certain standard. As possible. And if our society really believed in education um, and the education union, National Teachers Union or Education Union, I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, if they were really concerned about kids Mm -hmm. versus the teachers, maybe they would do things different. Because, I mean, I was a kid that in fifth grade, the teacher put tape over my mouth because I talked so much and wow. put a belt and belted me down on, into a seat. I mean, I was the hyper kid. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. My sixth grade teacher had a teacher's conference with my mom and thought that I was on drugs because I was so hyper. <clears throat> and it's very frustrating because if you're a kid with that much energy, you it, this isn't this isn't rebellion. This is just natural. This mm-hmm. is how God made you. And in a natural situation, if you were out with your father doing stuff, you'd be running around investigating things, being inquisitive. But instead, you're forced to try to fit in this mold, and they push everything into mold. And take, take, um, take a silly putty and push it through the mold, uh, any type of mold. What mm-hmm. happens? There's a bunch of it that gets shaved off. Right. And so there's less on the other side than when mm-hmm. it started. And, I mean, it's it's continuous in every kid. But it's yeah. it's the way they do it, and so in so many in so, in a great deal, or in, a, in an incredible way, it seems like 
very rarely do you have a kid who comes out of school better than when they went in or more rounded or something like that. It's almost like they go they have to go to war for 12 years mm-hmm. and try to survive it and then on the other end mm-hmm. try to come out. Right. I don't know. And we wonder why we have a pharmaceutical problem. Yeah, exactly. This is the David Allen Show. DavidAllenShow.com saw it on PBS out in Milwaukee and oh. I was smitten by it. Huh. Really? Yeah. Love Riverdance. And therefore I love Fall Things Irish. Right there. Except the drinking and the tempers. What do you call that when you sing and it's <laughs> rather than the, the normal? A goat? Oh, vibrato? <laughs> oh, is that vibrato? Vibrato. Oh. Oh, okay. Because some of them are <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah, like her. Is this it now. here? Yes, this is it. I like this song. I like the I like this guy's voice for... Oh, 
Okay, oh, I, Lord. Have a, I have mm-hmm. I have to make a comment about this song. <clears throat> this is a this is the same song, but why do mus- musicians do this? Why do they do this? They take a good song, and then they they twist it to make it less powerful. He just did it. Every single, I mean, on that on that song, mm-hmm. the, the way that I that I was familiar with the song. So much better than that one. Why do they do that? What? The way you? Oh, oh, okay, oh, like, so you were reading the lyrics? No, no, no. <laughs> the way he was singing it. Okay. <clears throat> so often you'll 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 get a, uh, I, you'll you'll get a hit song, and everybody understands that hit song. Everybody knows it. They can sing along with it. It goes up at certain points. It goes down at certain points, and then you go to the concert and they sing it, but they don't sing it the same way. And when they try to be all creative and throw Nobody on, cares. They want to hear what they heard on the disc, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or the record or the eight track. Yeah. Or well, the reel. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> or the vinyl. Is they it, want to know what that vinyl sounds like. So are they just trying to be creative or are they just sick of singing the same song over again? Sure. <laughs> Which one is it? Uh, I would think it's that they want to be... They're trying to do something new. They're trying to save their voice so they don't hit the hit the hard note. No, uh, well, because he they, just did. When it. they don't do that live, <laughs> it means they can't really do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. You're gonna say something? Oh no, I'm just uh, perusing the local newspaper, which comes out on Wednesdays. Which, it's less a newspaper and more a, hey, this is the stuff that you missed last week. It's kind of a recap. Okay. Maybe the review. It's called the Grant County Review. So maybe that's it. It's a review. There's no new current news in here. Oh. Review. Well, but in local newspapers, there's no new news. It's all recapping because it only comes out. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a yeah. weekly, so it's, I mean, you, you don't go there for breaking nothing. <laughs> for breaking nothing. You're worth every bullet? Yeah. What? Oh. So, basically, I love you, and therefore, when somebody's shooting at you, I'm going to throw my body mm-hmm. in front of it, because you're worth of every bullet that I get hit. Okay. Well, that's and, love. And did you know... That cancer is nonpartisan. Really? Who knew? So all people who were born in the, I don't know, zodiac month of cancer. Cancervotes.com. Wow. Go to cancervotes.com. What what month is that? It's not October because that's breast cancer. It's different. It must be November of every fourth year. Just wait. The okay, that's June twentieth to oh, July twenty second. Oh, sorry. org. dot org. Cancervotes. dot org. My bad. Yeah, but it's people born between June twentieth and July twenty second. What? You know, on the zodiac. <laughs> Cancervote. dot what? Cancervotes. dot org. Just because you're born in the summer, don't get all cocky. Democrats and independents agree health care coverage for low-income individuals and families is a priority. 
States such as Ohio, Indiana, and North Dakota have supported Medicaid expansion, and nearly 800,000 Americans have access to primary care and life-saving cancer screenings as a result. Increasing access to Medicaid will help in the fight against cancer by providing low-income South Dakotans access to the following life-saving cancer screenings, life-saving diagnostic tests, and life-saving treatment services. The bottom line, Medicaid expansion will save lives. Now I find it, this is an ad, clearly, I find it interesting that it says cancer's nonpartisan. it's the Cancer Action Network which is the PAC, I believe, for the American Cancer Society, the ASCAN.org slash SDPlan.that. Um, the pictures on this are my, Governor Mike Pence, who is the vice president running currently, uh, Governor Dennis Dugard, and Governor John Kasich. Those are the pictures, and it says, These three governors support Medicaid expansion. What a stupid ad. Yep. And it's not little. So, well, this local review got paid pretty well, I'm sure, to run that. Why don't they just... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, again, it doesn't... No. This is the trend. Okay, so... This makes me unhappy. Currently, what what, what what's what's that honey? again? I'm browsing browsing the local review the new, the weekend review according to the paid advertisements that run in this paper. Sure, sure, um, yes. Well, p- part of the work that I do is graphic design for people for clients and such. I'm also I take pictures. Yes, and so a picture of mine that I took Ooh. is being used in an ad, which is appropriate. It was purchased for that reason. Mm-hmm. Flipped flipped backwards so it will go on the right side instead of the left side nobody looks good ever when you flip their image nobody looks good that way well what you couldn't couldn't they have okay no let me see let me see the picture why would Mm-hmm. I I didn't make it. I didn't approve it. Nothing. It just frustrates me when that gets done because no one looks good that way. Because nobody now, if you look at yourself in the mirror, you're seeing that, but no one else does. Mm-hmm. So anyway, hello, Peeve. This is the David Allen Show. Yeah, we are uh, coming up to the end of this Wednesday edition, episode thirty-six. Wow. Hey, did you see Gallup did a poll? Americans respect for police surges. 2015, 64% of Americans had a great deal of respect for police. Now 76. It's higher? It's higher by 12. How? Uh, I think because of the whole Black Lives Matter. Ah. If you're going to act like a knucklehead, don't be surprised when people like the opposite of <laughs> what you're complaining about. Interesting. <clears throat> Ooh. In U.S., support for assaults weapon ban at record low. 
30%, 36% of only 36% of people support a ban on quote unquote assault weapons. That sounds right. 36%. But we got to do it. Holy cow. Yeah. Guns are killing us. Do it for the toddlers. For the children, clearly. And guess what the support of the death penalty is? What percentage? 75. Oh, no, no. 60. Is that your final answer? 55. You should have stayed at 60. No, it is 60. really? Yeah. Ah. Huh. Yeah. We can't have that, though. Yeah. Uh, d- n- good news for you. Tuesday, November 1st at Lewis Drug is Senior Citizens Discount Day. <laughs> is that when you hit 50? Shop and save 10% off your entire purchase. <laughs> Does not apply to prescriptions. <laughs> oh. You seniors are screwed. Well, 50, are you a senior? If you're, I don't know. I, I, come on, I'm just assuming you're old. <laughs> Thank you. You, get a, you walk in there, you can act like it. Eh, yeah, <laughs> they'll still card me if I bought a beer or something. Just ask them to look at it. Oh, <laughs> oh well... I think this is going to have to do yep. the crazy of this show. Uh, sorry, we kind of ra- ramped about and did some insanity, but why not, really? It's what we do, huh? Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, you uh, betcha. But two, f- 13 days, 13 days. Yeah. Until the election. Yep. Next week, next week will not happen on Thursday. Nope. Uh, it's possible we will not have a show next week just due to some traveling that I'll be doing. Uh, as of now, though... The plan is to live stream the election. Yeah. At some point, the, well, the election results. So probably near the, say, let's see, these polls close on the East Coast at 7 p.m., I think. Or 8. It might be 8. So we'll probably roll that 7 to 8 o'clock hour. Yep. We'll start Central Standard Time. And we'll go th- till we're done. Yep. Live. <laughs> like smooth. What, what, what do they call it? Live. <laughs> There'll be a lot of drinking and crying. Yeah. And not, yeah. Well, lots of Java. We'll see if we can get some guests in the studio with us. I'll you never bring know. the razor blades. So Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out. I'll yeah. be okay. You can stay home and call Jack just... Kavorkin, see if he can swing by. Um David will be broadcasting from his bathtub <laughs> <laughs> for a little while till he's just done and then <laughs> then we'll have to cut him off. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. Or he might. <laughs> This is the David Allen Show, davidallenshow.com. On the, the Facebook at David Allen Show, we only have 31 likes on there. we got to fix that. Come yeah. on, really. we got to do well, something. Yeah. Uh, we, we could use it, too. I mean, actually put something on it. <laughs> we could, about a month ago, about a month ago, uh, we, we like, teased uh, Patreon accounts so people could pay us. Not we, we but you. <laughs> we probably should make that happen. This is the David Allen Show. Have a fantastic evening. It's been really fun. Um, if we don't hear from you, we will talk to you again on election night in America. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, no. Keep a stiff upper lip. Toodles. Toodles.